What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. I'm your host, Matt, along with my co-host, Daniel. What's up, Daniel? Hello, man. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to I tried to say something a little different, you know. I'm like, what's like going it. on? What's hello, man? <laughs> you, you, it's all good. That's bro. what you went with. You were Rolodexing. I was Rolodexing in many different, many different. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah well, listen, yeah. we're thankful to everybody that is listening today yeah. to this episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. We want to talk about uh, a question. And, uh, and it's something that's kind of always kind of love talking about because, yeah. um, you know, we, we have worship backgrounds. Um, we, I think associate ourselves with a lot of people that have, you know, worship background yeah. experience and stuff like that. And so I wanted to ask this, this question, uh, what is true worship? Mm-hmm. You know, what is true worship? What does true worship look like? Yeah. Uh, and we'll kind of get into, um, some assumptions maybe that we make at times yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But, but before yeah. we do any of that, let's go to Luke uh, chapter 19 and we'll read verses 38 and 40. And it says, blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said teachers or teacher talking to Jesus teacher, rebuke your followers for saying things like that. And haters, <laughs> just such haters. And Jesus replied like this. He said, if they kept quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers. Now, yeah. there's a lot going on here. Uh, never mind the fact that if I ever heard a rock burst into cheers, how petrified I would be. Okay. Uh, pun intended. This idea of those that have been created to worship Jesus, worshiping with their voices intrigued me. Uh It made me think, you know, there's another scripture where Jesus kind of points to the lilies and how God takes care of them, right? He talks about like the sparrow and and how, you know, if he cares about that, he he knows when one falls to the ground, how much more does he care about you if he knows about this and knows about that? Mm -hmm. And I wonder, though, as I was kind of thinking about this question, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a weird dude, you know, at times. And, and so I'm, I'm in the backyard one day and, uh, and I'm worshiping. I got some music playing, you know, I got my Bible I'm doing my, my devotion and I'm just having some time with Jesus. And I, I want to encourage you, you know, I know we, we've talked about prioritizing the secret place. I also want to say there is something to be said about taking moments outside of the norm. Uh, when you're talking to God. And, and so uh, my normal secret place, you guys know, you know, I go to my closet and that's where I pray. That's where I spend time. But, but occasionally when the weather's nice, I also like to, you know, I'll go in the backyard and I'll just pace. And, and anybody that's ever served in ministry with me, been at churches where I've pastored or, or places where I've worshiped, you see me, I, I, when, you know, God is talking to me, I pace, I, <laughs> I pace around when I'm, when I'm praying, I pace around when I'm worshiping because I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. considering a lot of these things and I'm in my backyard and I'm kind of just walking around a big circle. I got like this really cool backyard. That's got a lot of grass and like a lot of different trees and stuff and like different birds come by and it's really, really neat. I sound like a very old person when I talk <laughs> about like, and I was yeah, just sitting yeah. there watching the birds. Back. I was trying to see. The, the neighbors are probably like, what is this guy doing? Walking, pacing around his backyard. Right. What is happening? Is What's he, going on back there? I don't understand, but I'm back there. And, and I was considering this, this, uh, 
secondary verse that I was talking about where Jesus points to the lilies and how beautifully they look and how wonderfully they're clothed. And Solomon in all of his splendor was not yeah. clothed like one of them. And I thought to myself, how does a lily worship? Mm-hmm. Because Jesus said, if, if I tell these people to be quiet, the stones are going to cry out. Yeah. The stones are going to shout for joy. They're going to burst into cheers if I tell them to be quiet. So clearly everything that has been created has a form of worship to God. And yeah. it, which now, now some of y'all are out there like, this is, this is weird and this is creepy, but just hear me now. Cause, cause the word of God even talks about the Bible talks about how the earth is even groaning for its redemption. It, it, you know, the, everything is waiting for God to come. And I'm on my back porch and I'm studying and I'm pacing and a, a hummingbird comes by. And hummingbirds just flying around. And hummingbirds are really cool. If you can ever see one that's landed, like that's just sitting still, it's they're really, really cool to see. Yeah. But even just moving around, it's just nuts. But I watched it. And I was like, God, considering this, how does a lily worship? What is... You know how a hummingbird worships? It does hummingbird stuff. <laughs> that's... That's a, the best way that a hummingbird can worship God. Wait, it, it doesn't create a set list and everything? No, it doesn't create. Oh, is okay, that crazy? Yeah, 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 like yeah, it yeah. doesn't have a set list. It doesn't, yeah, it's not yeah. wondering what's new. Yeah. Like right? it doesn't worry about any of that stuff. A hummingbird does hummingbird stuff. In, in, in other words, a hummingbird does exactly what it was created to do. And that yep. is the best form of worship mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. So how then is, how then do we as human beings best worship Jesus. That's so good, man. That's so good. And I'm, I'm writing some notes here because you're, as you're talking, um, I think it's just so gangster, man, that Jesus is like, man, if, I, if, if they kept quiet, the stones would, would praise me. The stones would burst into cheers. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like, okay, yeah, you, you're telling them to stop, but everything else is going to keep praising me. So it doesn't really matter what yeah. you say. I, I don't like, want to hear a rock cheer (laughs) (laughs) click 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 click. yeah like i would just be terrified just yeah Yeah, but i mean it's just you're right man like all creation gives itself and whatever that is all creation gives itself as worship to god nothing more nothing less they just give give of themselves yeah and that's what the Lord desires. That's, that's all that's, that's, that's all that is, man. And you know, I'm, I'm looking at a tree and then I started to have an attitude, you know, cause then I was looking at that and I was like, okay, I think I see what you're doing, God. And then mm. I started talking to trees, which was really weird, but I was like looking at a palm tree and I was like, you don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do nothing. You just sit there. You just sit there and just palm. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's what it does. The way that, it, the way that the, the palm tree bends to the breeze is worshiping God. The way that it takes deep root in the ground is worship to God. The way that it makes a mess in my backyard by just dropping whatever the stuff that's growing in the palm. It, it, it does palm tree stuff. Yeah. It exists as a palm tree. That is the best way that it can worship God. And, and, and surely then that means that the best way to worship Jesus has got to be more than, well, we got to do a fast one. Yeah. 
And then we, we, we got to have a, a way to transition from the fast one to the slow. So maybe we need to do a little mid-tempo one. Uh, thank you, Hillsong, for writing lots of mid-tempo stuff. We appreciate you. We love you. Actually, really do. I love Hillsong's in a pocket right now, too. They're in a rhythm right now. Hillsong and Elevation's writing some, some bangers right now. But it, it's got to be more than just a couple of fast songs, a couple of slow songs. But we yes. get tied up in that at times. Yeah. And you've been a worship leader. I've been a worship leader. And we, when we deal with that, Andy's even, uh, our producer Andy, he's, he's played on worship teams before. You can get, it can be very easy to be caught up in that. Yeah. Well, we're already doing, well, we can't, have you ever heard this? Like, I remember sometimes I would be like, hey, well, what if we opened with a slow one? Well, we can't open with a slow one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you guys ever experienced that? Yeah. Or like, yeah. people are like, well, we can't do that. Why? Why, why can't we do that? Yeah. I understand. It's crazy. Yeah. It's got to be more than that. There's more to worship than this. There is. I think there's more to worship, man, than um, a set list, um, a stage, a microphone. You know what I mean? Um, there's so much more. Um, we can get, and I know we will get really dip, deep into this, man, because I think we've made um, worshiping God so opposite of what he wants and what he requires of us and what he desires mm. in us, you know, and what he's actually pleased in with us, you know. I think we have, like, made it about... Um, the production of it all and, um, you know, trying to mimic what the world sees as, as worshiping their God and worshiping their stuff, you know, but it's more, much more deeper than, than that. And I think that's the point that Jesus is driving home here and that we're driving home is that, um, that's not the best way to worship. Sure. It's much more than that. It's not even a Sunday thing. Like it's not just a Sunday thing. Right. And I think even like, although like we've been given, you know, giftings and skills, um, it even goes beyond playing instruments, you know, it's not even a song thing, right? It's not a Sunday thing. It's not even a song thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is, which is what you think about. Uh, I personally, like I've played, uh, for like nights of worship where the whole night we're just going to worship God and the set list is a big deal. And I've also been part of the production team, part of sound, part Mm -hmm. of slides. And I think, my biggest thing, my issue that I take away is sometimes it feels like we're more focused on what we want the night to look like instead of what God wants the night to look like. Sure. You know, we're focused mm. on what we think people want to hear instead of what we think God wants to hear. Yeah. Instead of worshiping, we're more focused on, okay, let's make sure everybody's comfortable. Everybody likes the songs we're doing and everybody just has a good yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing. And, and, and some of you out there listening, uh, wherever you're listening, thank you. you. Some of y'all might be thinking, but I like the, I like the production. I like the lights. So do I. So do I. Yeah. I actually, I like that stuff. There ain't nothing wrong with that stuff. But when you begin to consider that as the true worship, you know, when that, when you begin to prioritize that over the, over the moment or over, over the moment of being in the presence of God, you know, or, or cultivating an atmosphere that is inviting to the presence of God, then I think that's where you start to really miss it. You know, that's where you start to miss it because we've all experienced that. We've all been there nights of worship or, you know, conferences even or whatever where, man, you're just running like crazy. And then you have to then you're then you got to get up there and be like, all right, cool. I know I just freaked out backstage, but come on and let's worship God together. Come on, let's let's let's, let's, let's because you are you're trying to you're you're you are genuinely trying to be in that moment. But you've been so concerned about what's going on. And, And that was one of the things about uh Jesus, when he was giving the example of the lilies, was he was like, look at look at the lilies. Consider the lilies; they don't spin, 
They don't twirl. They don't, they don't do anything but just be lilies. But Solomon, in all of his splendor, with all of his wisdom, with all of his riches, he's not adorned. He's not clothed. He doesn't look half as beautiful as one of them. Why? But it just, it's just doing, it's just being a lily. You know, it's just being a lily. And, and what, what glory that brings to God, that is the, that's, that's the best way to worship is, is like that. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to keep going here, man. Cause you should, cause this is, I want to hear stuff. it. I want to know stuff. I, I talk to me, man. We're talking about, um, the rocks crying out and the lilies and, and all that all creation is giving of itself and we are to do the same thing. That's what God, that's what God's pleased in. It kind of, <clears throat> just to throw, I'm going to throw things off here real quick. Throw them. I, I think of David. Mm-hmm. I think of King David and I look through the Psalms and I don't see David's worship nice and pretty mm-hmm. all the time. You right. Know? Because if we're talking about giving all of ourselves like creation would or does, um, then we're giving God our good. We're giving God our frustrations. We're giving God our insecurities. We're giving God yeah. those things that weigh us down. And if when you read the Psalms, you see David is actually worshiping God through his trials, through his struggles, through, you know, when things weren't going good. He's like, God, yeah. what are you doing? You know, but he was giving all of himself. Yeah. You know, and he was saying, I lay it down at the altar. I lay it down here because they want to kill me. They're after me, you know, and he's just going and he's venting out to God. I would like to propose, is that a form of worship? You know, is that a form? If, if the Lord is asking us to, to, to give ourselves as living sacrifices, right. you know, yeah. pleasing to God, is he ask, and he's asking for all of our hearts. Um, we know that worship isn't just a song. It's just not one day. It's a lifestyle. Right. Every single day. Yeah. And we have our valleys and we have our mountain experiences. Right. But Jesus says, worship through the mountains, worship through the valleys. Give me all of you. You know? Yeah. And the scripture that you're referencing there, Romans 12, 1, you yeah. know, um, that's mission critical if you want to understand yes. what true worship is. It, yeah. It's mission critical to your worship experience as a, as a follower of Jesus. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Because of all he has done for you, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. Yeah. This is truly the way to worship him. Other translations say this is your true and proper worship. In other words, you can't honor God by pretending to be something that you're Come not. On. I love that. You can't. That's that. you cannot yes. worship God if you're pretending to be something that you're not. Does Disney? I, I, so I got to go into this word now. We're starting worship now. I got to be happy. No, no. you got to be real. Yeah, you got to be real. The truth is, your life reads more like the Psalms than it does the story of the resurrection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not all. You know, I know you're singing graves into gardens, but but right now your life doesn't look like a garden. It looks like how long, oh Lord, my enemies gonna surround me? How long are they gonna attack? Trust. I know. I understand what it feels like. Yeah. We've all been there. That's what most of our lives are like. But that's what was so beautiful, and I believe that's what was so amazing about you know, King David, as he would pen these things. And, and, and you're talking about somebody who, after he had committed murder and adultery, God says, this is the apple of my eye. Yeah. You know, and, and he had, he had already seen David as a man after his own heart. Why? Because David was, was, he was quick to repent. 
he almost it's, it was almost as if he understood and knew God's grace before yeah. there was a, a, a you know before Jesus came and people were living under the this law of like you know it is this law this law this yeah. law yeah. and it was like David figured something out about God yeah. Yeah. and that was why God was like look at him he figure he he knows me. He knows me. And so David would say all this stuff that was going on. And then usually you read at the end of the Psalm, he'd be like, but you know what, God, I know you're in control. Yeah. yeah. All the time. I know you're in control. Yeah. I'm just not having a good time right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. Da- and David was vulnerable, man. And, and, and David was a man after God's heart. Yeah. Um, and he was vulnerable and he was okay. Mm-hmm. He was transparent and he was okay to, to air out his laundry at the altar. Yeah. He was okay with that. And, but for us, when we worship and even throughout the week, we don't want to do that because we think worship is just like this. Oh, this is great. You know, Lord, you are. And, and that is what worship is. But sometimes it's, it's messy, man. Right. Sometimes worship's messy. Like, Lord, like help me in this moment. You know, I know that you can, I know that you will do it again. I know that you will meet me here, but I'm frustrated. I'm hurting. The past is, is not going away. Like I need help. And I think those are the moments that God's like, okay, come close, you know? Yeah. Your, your vulnerability, like he's saying, come close to me. Like I can heal that. I can mend that, you know? I think you're preaching to more than just Andy, but Andy looked like he got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel personally attacked. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's true. Like, you know, David's vulnerability it speaks a lot to yeah. how he understood God's heart, like you said. Right. And I think like for me, like I grew up in church and there was this weird dynamic where it was like, you know, come to church, but make sure everything looks good. You know, put up this like wall of neatness on you. So that way people can't really see how you're hurting. And that's not how God intended the church to be. That's not right. how God intended worship to be. Mm-hmm. And I think just recently I've had to understand that it's okay for me to be vulnerable and it's okay for me to be how I actually feel when I come to God. You know, I don't have to put up this wall of, Oh, everything's cool. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, I can come to God and say, this is not okay. I don't feel okay inside. Yeah. And uh, that's been, honestly, and I hope for people that are listening, you're also set free from this, that you also feel like, hey, I don't have to be perfect all the time. And something I think back to, and this is a little off track, is uh, uh, when um, Peter's walking on water and uh, Jesus says, uh, I'm sorry, when Jesus is walking on water and, and Peter's scared and Jesus says, come to me. Yeah. You know, Jesus just says, come to me, knowing Peter's mess, knowing who Peter is, he doesn't ask Peter, hey, repent before you come to me. Right. You know, read the Bible five times before you come to me. He just says, come to me. I want you. Yeah. This is what God wants in worship is you. You authentically, not you yeah. who feels like I have to put up this wall. Right. That's good. And I wonder how yeah. many people struggle with with vulnerability yeah. and, and with this idea that um, I cannot be me and go and go to church. I mean, I used to joke, you know, before I went to church, I didn't, uh, you know, when, when I would like, I would kind of, you know, trash on people that believed in God, but then I would also every now and again, they'd find me on a soft day and I would be, so I'd be a little sweeter to them. I'd be like, nah, man, I can't go. Cause as, as soon as I walk in, you know, I'm gonna catch on fire and you know, it's just, I'm not, you know, and how many people feel that way? Feel like they can't come to church and be themselves. And listen, God's big enough for, for whatever it is that you're dealing with. He's big enough. And, and matter of fact, he knows exactly what you're dealing with. When, when Jesus called out to Peter and said, come to me, Jesus knew that Peter was going to deny him three times. He, already, he knew that. <laughs> and, and still, come, come on. You know, and, and it's, 
I like what you said. It's, it's true, true worship can be messy. Mm-hmm. And why, why can't it be, man? Why, why, what's, what's the problem? Why, why do we have to feel like we got to be cleaned up or we got to, we got to, you know, um, get our act together before we, before we come to Jesus. Jesus knows messy. He understands messy. I mean, he lived in a time where they had to wash their feet when he would yeah. go into a house and, you know, he understands messy. The cross was messy. He understands messy. He's been here since the beginning of, of it all. He knows what messy is. And still yet we struggle with the, with the vulnerability. What, I wonder how much value God places in the vulnerability. Yeah. I saw this, uh, Instagram post. Um, I don't even know. It's just some worship, um, account that I follow. And it's this girl and and she's, she's singing. It's just no instruments, anything, but she's singing. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's saying something, I'll get, get the lines wrong, but she's saying something along the lines of I'm conflicted because my flesh wants this, but my spirit wants this. And right. I don't know what to do, Lord. Like sometimes I choose the bad, sometimes I choose the good. Right. But what I do know is that I love you. And I think that's, and that's her worship right there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's vulnerability. Like I'm, I'm human and my flesh wants this and I'm so conflicted. And it kind of reminds me of, of Paul in, cha- in Romans chapter seven, where he's just like, my flesh wants to do this, but there's this conflict, but Lord, I know who you are yeah. and I know you'll come through for me. And I know that your grace is sufficient. It's enough. Yeah. And I think when we get to a place uh, like a place of that, you know, depth, that's, that's where true worship begins to, to happen. And, and so don't allow shame to, to keep you from approaching the throne of God, because that's where the the true, you know, worship begins. And that's where healing and transformation begins. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good, man. It's so good. And and it's, you know, um, I was having a conversation with somebody, um, just this last week, and they were kind of struggling and, and, and they were feeling some, some stuff. And, and, you know, we all, we all struggle. We all feel feelings. We all deal with different situations in different ways. And as I'm talking to this person, I said, you know what you need to do? My, my counsel to this person was, you know what you should do? You should go and you should, you should find this person that you're, that you're struggling with. And you should, you should, you should humble yourself and you should, yeah. you should love them. And, and if you need to, if you feel the need in that moment to apologize to them in that moment, whatever, then, Hey, you, you need to do that. Well, why, I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't, I didn't, you're missing, you're missing my point. Mm-hmm. The point is, is in, in the, in the humbling of yourself and in offering yourself in that way, your worship, that's your, that's a form of worship to God. That that's you honoring God in that moment. And when some, we, we take these things for granted. We make, we make worship just about certain stuff, but it's not worship is giving your life as a living and holy sacrifice all of it all of it and that's what he finds acceptable that's what god finds acceptable is don't bring me some don't bring take that this ain't this ain't halloween don't trick or treat me (laughs) with your worship you ain't got to walk in here wearing a mask take the mask off i know he's not surprised either god's not surprised about i know (gasps) what What? you did you 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 thought that gasp you're not (laughs) you're dealing with this yeah i had no idea yeah (laughs) no like he'd be like thank you for saying it when when adam was in the garden and he had partaken from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and he immediately discovered that he was naked he was like oh man I'm, i'm super naked right now he went and he heard god's voice and he went and hid Right. Because he was he was ashamed. He hid in the garden because he was ashamed of being naked. And God says, Adam, where are you? Where are you? 
Did God forget where Adam was? Mm -hmm. Did God not know where Adam was? No, no. Adam, God knew exactly where Adam was. He wanted Adam to realize, bro, you're hiding from somebody that you've been walking in the cool of the evening with. You don't think I know what you've done. Mm -hmm. That tree that you just partook of that I told you don't eat that tree. You don't think I'm the one that made it? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I know exactly what's happening. Adam, come here, man. Come here. Because the desire was for us to be real with God. We don't wake up every morning, and we sh nor should we wake up every morning and set out to sin. Man, I'm going to sin so hard today, but it's going to be okay because I'm just going to be honest with God about it. That's not what God wants. You know, you shouldn't be doing that either. But, but to live your life as a, as a, be a living and holy sacrifice, you know, that this is your true and your proper worship, and you cannot honor God by pretending to be something that you are not. The best way to, to, to worship God is by being everything he created you to be. And so there are going to be some seasons where there, where there's going to be some rawness. There's going to be some brokenness. There's going to be some things that you're walking through. God knows because whether you choose to acknowledge it or not, you're not walking through those things alone. He is walking through those things. He promised never to leave you or forsake you. He's walking through those things with you. And then there's going to be other seasons where maybe you've, you've seen what God has done. And now you're walking in a different, you're just walking at a different place. You're walking at a different level. You're walking in a different anointing because you've, you've surrendered all of that to him. And so it's just a different time, but it's worship. It's all worship, man. Worship isn't talking it out. It's walking it out. Right. You know what I mean? You got to walk it out. Right. There's, there's a song by Fred Hammond. I love Fred. Hammond. Now go on ahead and talk to me because <laughs> now you're speaking my there's language. There's a song by Fred Hammond, man. Um, it's called running back to you. It's old song man i think it's back 80s i think or yeah I mean, late 80s. red hammond marvin winans don mcclerkin come on it's called running back to you but <laughs> I, but i love this song man it's called running back to you and um you know there's there's been seasons of my life where you, you don't get it you don't meet the mark man you don't get it right all the time and right and um and this song i just want to read a, a, just a, some of it because it's amazing because this song um it was part of, it, obviously part of his worship and a season of his life that he was going through. But, right. but of course, like even for me listening to this song, like um, just, it was part of my worship and it wasn't, it was messy. But yeah. It says, it says, how can you forgive me when I've often gone astray? Mm. How can you think of me when I do things my way, turning my back from you, the one who loved me first, having my own desires, renewing worldly thirst. You told me you love me and I should make up my mind. You tell me to come back now, but I keep wasting time feeling so very weak. You say I can be strong. I feel I've gone too far. You tell me to come home. Mm -hmm. And the chorus in the song is just, I'm running back to you. Yeah. And I love it because it, he's so vulnerable in the song about who he is as a human, as a man. He's just, this is, this is what I struggle with God. This is who I am. But in the course, he's just like, but I'm running back to you. Each time I miss the mark, each time I, I, I fail, each time that I don't, like I'm running back to you because that's where I've tasted the glory. I've tasted your, your goodness, you know, yeah. I've tasted your mercy, your love. Um, and that's where I feel like that's, that's where the heart of worship comes from was just this deep, like this like abandonment of who I am yeah. to who God is. Like here I am, you know, I have, yeah. I have, nothing to offer but myself, my heart. Right. 
And right. when you give him your heart, that's when that's when God begins to speak and begins to transform um, and take you to a place that you never been before. And so I love this that we're talking about. You can't honor God by pretend, pretending to be someone you're not. Right. You know, in those moments um, of worship. And that's why, like, man, it's just such a heart posture. It's not about anything external that we see. It's just this heart posture. Yeah. Um, man, if you have to just fall on your knees and, and worship him, if you have to just go somewhere, man, if you, whatever your week looks like, if it's in your car and you have to pull over and just worship and cry out to him, like that's your acceptable worship to the father. Right. You know? Right. And, and this, um, this life is this life that we live, that we've been invited to live is it is, it is a dialogue. It's a conversation with God. And as we surrender ourselves to God, in that way and we worship God by giving him our lives in that way he will he will then he will then return and speak to us and if we we've got to get we've got to get past this this thought that we're not enough right you know because God is asking for us yeah you know I'm asking for you that's what I want just the real you be the real be be you and I'll how let's play a game so sometimes this how I this how I would describe it to, to people sometimes I feel like God tells us sometimes let's play a game Let's play, play a game where we pretend like you're you and I'm God. <laughs> what, if, yeah. what if God was God and you were you and he wanted you anyway? And he wanted to have that relationship with you anyway. And we got to get past that. And if, we, if, if our worship to God, if, if how we speak to God and communicate to God, if, if, if all life is this dance and this dialogue with God by how we live and not just what we say but what we do and who we are, then we need to understand also that God will speak to us in different ways too. You know, I think sometimes we, we have the, we, we talk to people, they want to, they want to hear from God. They want to hear, you know, from God and thus saith the Lord and, and um, audibly hear the voice of God. And I've known a few people, very few, but a few people that have heard audibly the voice of God. I have felt more unctions and tugs and, and kind of pushes in, in directions and things. And so if you've heard the voice of God, man, that's awesome. Like audibly, that's crazy. That's awesome. Um, uh, I more have, have moved in with like the spirit will speak to me and minister to me and in, in encouraging me to do one thing or, or, or go another way. But the, there's the song that came to my mind um, by a Dante Brown called the voice of God. And he, and he's saying, um, I can hear it in the crackle of a bonfire and, and I can, I can hear it in the middle of the ocean water. I can hear it when the rain falls on my, on my windowsill. I, I can, it sounds like grandmama telling you where you, come from uh, catching up with an old friend reminiscing on back when it, it, it's it's like the it sounds like a choir singing hymns hallelujah all, all of these things all these different ways but it's the voice of god yeah. and god will speak to you in different ways he may use a person he may use a place he may use a thing he just whatever the noun may be that god uses he can use whatever he wants because he's god i mean if he can use a donkey to talk to a guy who was on the road in the Old Testament, bro, why are you hitting me? Yeah. You don't, I'm stopping because there's an angel right here with a sword that's going to kill you if we keep going. I'm, that's why I'm stopping. Why do you keep hitting me? Like if he, I, I don't want to have that moment. But if he can do that, then clearly he can speak to you in, in every moment and in every situation and with whatever he chooses to desire to use in order to speak to you. But the key to hearing God's voice is God, again, because God can't bless what you pretend to be, you cannot worship God by pretending to be something that you're not. You need to worship him 
by being everything he created you to be. So here's, here's, a, here's a key. Write this down. Don't offer God your assumption of who you think he wants you to be. Don't offer God your assumption of who you think he wants you to be. Just offer yourself. Yeah. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, wherever you've been. Listen, where, those of you listening, you're not listening by chance. You're, not, you're, you're, you're listening on purpose. Yeah. There's a reason you're listening today. Listen to me. Do not offer God your assumption of who you think he wants you to be. You know what he wants? He wants you. Offer yourself wherever you are. And that will begin this beautiful, beautiful worship, which is true and proper worship yeah. Yeah. to God. Uh, I have a question for you, Pastor. Is there, I'm ready. So Daniel shared a song. Is there a song for you, um, kind of where the lyrics just hit you, particularly in this season of your life? In this, yes. Um, in this, so in this season of my life, um, that song for me is a song called Rattle um, by Elevation Church. Um, I have felt as though in the past few months personally, um, actually kind of right after Easter season of 2020, 2020, I'm sure lots of people have been feeling <laughs> some stuff and dealing with some stuff. But um, right around that time, um, I was I was really, really feeling some stuff and dealing with some stuff. And, and this song actually, that was right around when this song was released. Yeah. And um, the, the lyrics of it just hit me. You know, they, they really do still speak to me because there's this, there's this, you know, of course, this is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is a praise, make a dead man walk again. But it's this line that gets me because I have felt like I've been in a grave. I felt like yeah. I've been in a tomb. I feel like I've been, but, but, but this is what I realize when I hear this. Uh, the line says, open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm going to live. I'm going to live again. And what I realize is that God has not buried me. God didn't bury me in this season to die. He planted me. Yeah, it's good. He planted me. And, and it had, had the things that I experienced not happened, yeah. I could not have been planted to burst forth to bring forth a different fruit, a new wine. And so I know yeah. that, 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 that I'm going to live again. You know what I mean? It's, it's rattle for me right now. Yes. Yeah. Love that. That's awesome, man. It's it's so cool to see um, as we're as it relates to worship, the different seasons um, that we have um, and the different postures, you know, that that we offer to God through through what we're we're talking about worship, you know, yeah. uh, for some it may be, man, it may be like I'm I'm on I'm on a mountain right now. I'm just praising God because he's favored me and blessed me and I have a new job and a new this and or I yesterday I married a couple and right now their mountain is I'm blessed to be married like, you right. know, they're enjoying that like that's their worship with with each other and or maybe you're in a valley, man, or maybe you're in a grave, whatever that is, but this is all worship man it's a lifestyle it's how you posture your heart yep. each and every day getting closer to the father and you know what there's transformation that happens in it yes um, when you're vulnerable when you're pursuing him and that's acceptable Amen. to the father and he's saying come to me because i want to transform you oh yeah bring that to me i know that's what that, i know that's a tough one right there and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna work in you you know and through you um to change you and transform you through this yeah. and that's your worship as you come and and so I love that, that we're kind of getting past this uh, whole notion of worship just being a song it is. or, or yeah. being yeah. a band or something, you yeah, know. It's more. It's more. Having said that, I did say rattle for the song of my season. But if you play a lot of old, 
so I could quote you a couple old songs and I'll cry immediately. But even though I'm not in that season <laughs> anymore, I'll cry immediately because I'll remember where I was when yeah. I was, you know what I mean? Because yeah. a song can take you somewhere. Yeah. It don't matter what the song is, but it, it can take you somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So good. So good. I There's there's so many songs, man, that um, <laughs> this this year I'm just like, yes, this is the song right now for me, man. Um, Powerful God, Expression uh, 58. Oh, God. It's, that's, yeah. That's where are you at, Expression 58, there. worship? I know. Come hang out with us. We want to interview you. <laughs> Let's go, man. I think one of them is um, God of Miracles, man. You know, God of Miracles, Chris McClark. Yes. This song is chasing me today. Yeah. Dude, it is chasing me. A, I'm having, I'm ha- I'm having a morning and this God keeps bringing this song to, to chase me and it's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so good. It's, it's so powerful, man. It is. It's just that you, we're in this, you know, year of COVID and all these different changes, but mm. in the bridge, he's like, you know, I'm not shaking. Like it's, it's not going to shake me. It's not going to move me. And I think that's kind of like where a lot of us are at, where we're just like, man, we're not shaking. We need to stand on, on foundation. That's solid um, to continue to, to move and all that God is doing. You Amen. Know? Yeah. Amen. Well, listen, what is true worship? You can't enter God by pretending. Yeah. Don't offer him your assumption of who you think he wants you to be. Just offer yourself. That's all the time we have today on Chicken Scratch Gospel. Make sure you follow us on social media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that bell for notifications so you know when new stuff drops. Other than that, go love like Jesus. We're out.